The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Hallelujah. The word of God is working. Amen. Praise God. I want us to look at intentional kingdom partnership. And um, I trust the Holy Spirit to stay within your heart a desire and a commitment to partner. All right. What is partnership? Partnership is an intentional commitment to actively engage in activities and services that facilitate the advancement of kingdom purposes. When you're a partner, you're committed to the advancing of kingdom purposes. Hallelujah. Number two, what is partnership? Partnership simply means collaboration or mutual cooperation for the purpose of achieving a goal or carrying out a task. Mutual cooperation. Are we together? All right. Number three. We say the advancement of the goals and objects of the kingdom of God in the earth requires intentional, consistent partnership. In Luke 8, 1, 2, and 3. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and the twelve were with him. Next. And sending women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons. Next. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod, Stuart, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their substance. Okay, James says, who ministered to him out of their substance. Of their substance. Ministered unto him. See, Jesus needed partners. The idea of partnership as a ministry came to me in 1996. I wanted to take water from a drum. Those of you who know how you fetch water, you fill a drum. And as I was trying to collect water from the drum of water, I heard these words, partnership with Jesus. And I knew exactly in my spirit, Luke 8, 1, 2, and 3. So as a child of God, you need to understand that your involvement goes a long way to move the kingdom forward. Philippians 1 verse 5, Amplified, Classic Amplified. It says, I thank my God for your fellowship, your sympathetic cooperation, you see that? And contributions and partnership in advancing the good news, the gospel, from the first day you heard it until now. Notice, advancing the good news. Say, advancing the good news. That means the gospel will not go forward without partnership. We got on radio because God moved on the hearts of people to give. He provided, but he used channels, human channels. 
We got on TV because God moved on people. See? See, God uses people. And you all have a part to feel. Every one of us. We have our part to feel. And that's very important. Amen? Now look at this. We, we said... The advancement of, of goals and objects of the kingdom of God in the earth requires intentional, consistent partnership. Without partnership, God's work in the earth will be delayed. You see that? Without partnership, God's work in the earth will be delayed. In Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9, the Bible says, two are better than one. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Hallelujah. In Romans 15, 30 to 32, the Apostle Paul is talking. He said, now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me. All right? That I may be delivered from those in, in Judea who do not believe, and that myself or Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints. Next. That I may come to you with joy by the will of God may refresh together with you. You see that? So, without partnership, God's work in the earth will be hampered. Number one, partnership is a decision and a determination. Nobody can force you to partner. It's a decision. The Bible tells us those women in Luke 8, 1, 2, and 3, they ministered unto him of their substance. They provided for him from their substance. He didn't tell them. It's a decision. See, many times we think, oh, maybe someone has to make us do this. Someone has to. No, nobody's going to make you. It's a choice. It's a choice. Someone said, if every member of a church, every member of a church, tithed every member consistently what they, their normal income and gave their offerings consistently the way they are to give that the church of Jesus Christ will never need to raise funds for anything in the earth. Because in every church, only about 2 to 4% are consistent titles. 2% to 4%. That means many Christians are hypocrites. And I'm going to show you from the word of God that many Christians are hypocrites. Hallelujah. All right. If you look at Acts 16, 14 to 15. It says, now a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Tatira who worshipped God. The Lord opened her heart to hear the things spoken by Paul. Next. It says, and when she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, if you have been, if you've judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. So she persuaded us. Notice, she provided accommodation for Paul without being solicited. It's a decision. Partnership is a decision. I want you to think about it. Partnership is a decision. All right. In 2 Corinthians 8, 1 to 5, the Bible says, More of our brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on churches of Macedonia. Next. That in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of the joy and the deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. Next. 
It says, for I bear witness that according to the ability, yes, beyond the ability. Notice, the ability and beyond the ability. They were freely willing. It's a decision. Many of you have filled partnership forms and never fulfill the partnership. It's a decision. So you make your hair, buy clothes, cut your hair consistently every week. 500 naira. 2,000 per week. You wrote your partnership 1,000. You've not fulfilled it. It's a decision. A partnership every month is 300,000 naira. I have to believe for it every month. Hallelujah. Verse 4. Employing us with more urgency that we receive the gift and, uh, and the fellowship of the ministry to the saints. Next. It says, and not only as we hope, but first, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God. They gave themselves to the Lord. It's a decision. It's a decision. Hallelujah. It's a decision. Number two. Partnerships an expression of our commitment to Christ. Partnership is an expression of our commitment to Christ. In Matthew 6 verse 21, the Bible says where your treasure is, is it says there your heart to be also. So that means where I invest my money is a proof of my passion. Money It's a measure of value. Money is a measure of value. Money is a measure of passion. Whatever you're passionate about, you put your money. In John 3, 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, why did God give his son? He loved the world. So, if you are not giving, you are not a God lover. I don't give what I give because it's convenient. I give what I give because God put it in my heart that my family and I, our partnership every month is 300000 there. And that's apart from seeds we give from time to time, like a million or whatever. But, but just think about it. Every month, you got to give it. Every month, you got to give it. It's my, my love for God because you will only obey who you love. Don't claim to love God and you don't obey him. You obey who you love. If you're not obeying God, you don't love him. In John 14, 21, look at this. It says, he who has my commandment and keeps them, it is he who loves me. Now, give it to me in the Kestafrale NLT. Look at this. It says, it says, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. So, if you're not obeying him, you don't love him. 
If you're married to a wife and a birthday is coming and you buy her gifts on her birthday and you buy out, you know, she's going to be happy. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. And she will hug you because that expenses is proof of love. Same way with God. Do you really love God? I have an officer that works with me. And um, many things done. They say the officer gave for this, the officer gave for this, the officer gave. I said, this man is a lover. Because a true lover doesn't think of what he wants to get. A true lover thinks of what he will give. See, and you can tell in your relationships, if somebody loves you, the saddest place to be is to be around those who don't love you because they will drain you. Love gives. See, love gives. If you're not giving, you don't love the person. Love gives. Anybody can say, I love, I love, I love. If there's no giving, Spiritually, emotionally, physically, no giving of time, there is no love there. They can be lost, but no love. Because love gives, lost takes. Love gives, lost takes. You see that? Love is self-giving. Lost is self-seeking. So, if you claim to love God, what are you giving of yourself? Because love is a measure of sacrifice. In other words, when you really love someone, you sacrifice. Many people don't love God. They claim to love God. God loves you, by the way, whether you love him or not. God loves the sinner. That's a given. But the issue is, do you love him? If you want to know whether you love him, look at your giving. Look at your doing. Because he loves you anyway. Look at verse 23, NLT, John 14, 23. All who love me will do what I say. So when God tells you, I want you to do something, you don't do it, you don't love him. Stop deceiving yourself. Said all who love me will do what I say. And God has called me, but, you know, answering the call, uh, you don't love him. Do you love God? Yes, I do, Apostle. We know by sacrifice. Where there's no sacrifice, there's no love. I'm standing here by sacrifice. Where there's no sacrifice, there's no love. In Ephesians 5 verse 25, the Bible says, Husbands, love your wives. Watch this. Just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Hallelujah. 
Are you all there? So when you pay attention to that. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. So the proof, the proof of love is sacrifice. Hallelujah. All right. Mark 10, 29. Our commitment to Christ. Our commitment to Christ. It says, as Sean has said to you, there's no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or wife or children or lands. It says, for my sake and the gospels, for my sake and the gospels, who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with commitments in the age to come, eternal life. Do you know what it means to leave your father? And your mother, and your wife, and your children, you really love him. Those are the most important people in your world. Your father and mother, your wife, your children. The most important thing in your world is your house. If someone comes to you and says, I'm going to shoot you down. Renounce Christ. So I'll repent after. I was a Christian if I'm not. You are not? I'm not. So what are you now? I'm south. So, so. If you love, you will sacrifice. I passed on once in Benin. And I was amazed at what God did with those young people. There was so much love amongst us. If you got three of us together, five of us, if they hold hands, the glory of God comes. Just hold hands. I've never forgotten until today. I was in the midst of love. We saw the glory of God. We saw it. They were willing to sacrifice. We did big programs with small children. They were committed to the gospel. We had an American come for a meeting and he said he had never seen this kind of excellence in his life. An American had never seen excellence done by students. In Nigeria, they lived in America and they came with an American wife. They had never seen such excellence. When you see love, you see sacrifice. When you see love, you'll see sacrifice. But there's no sacrifice. 
unconditional love from God and man. I like to judge things the way God judges them. Do you love him? The proof that you love him is a love you should. How can you love God you haven't seen? When you find love, you have found sacrifice. So those of you who say, he loves me, what is the sacrifice for you? You're dating. Very little love. So much loss in our world. Selfishness. You know, when you think of loss, they go sex and no, lust is beyond that. Masturbation and all this nonsense. Lust is selfishness. What is lust? Lust simply means an intense driving desire to satisfy the craving of the flesh. Lust is an intense driving desire. Lust is an intense driving desire to satisfy the craving of the flesh. If all you do is to satisfy yourself, you're not a lover. If all you do is to satisfy yourself, maybe in your marriage, you're not a lover. You're not committed to that individual. There's a difference between involvement and commitment. When you eat eggs, the chicken is involved. When you eat chicken, the chicken is committed. When you eat bread and egg, the chicken is involved. When you eat rice and chicken, the chicken is committed. Because where there's commitment, there is sacrifice. A man of God met another man of God and said, if I had a people like your people, I would have had a better ministry. Because those ones were already sacrificing. You hear people who sacrifice five months salary. Sacrificing, buildings, sacrificing to advance the kingdom. That one passed on at the age of 59. The younger one is still alive in his 60s. 